everyone, welcome back to the Nothing Fancy Podcast. My name is Oscar, and this week we've got a very special guest. She's an R&B pop soul singer, songwriter from Long Island. Also, she's a realtor. Also, she's a music teacher. What can't this girl do? She is Rebecca Soul, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to her. Uh, let's get her on the phone. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Awesome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good preparing for my day of teaching today. How about you? I'm good. Uh, I'm a little tired. Stayed up way too late. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, late. My roommate has not gone to bed yet. Uh, and I don't understand how she's doing it. I tried to stay up as long as I could with her. And it wasn't, wasn't wow. working out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't do that. I've always wanted to be like a person who can do like an all nighter. Uh-huh. And I always end up falling asleep somehow. So I can really Yeah, no, I, we were watching some conspiracy stuff because I was like, Maybe if we watch something boring you'll go to sleep because she wanted to go to bed. Um <laughs> and uh where we, she was so interested and I was just like, I no, I'm going to sleep. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> It wasn't boring to her. She was like, Now I have to stay up. Um so how did you get started in music? Were you always a kid that liked to play music, uh, liked to sing uh, in front of your, for your parents and all that for your family? Um, that's a, a good question. So I actually grew up with my mom singing to me. My grandma used to sing a lot. So that was something in my family that was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my first song at 11, and it was like the worst song ever. But <laughs> I was like, um, I'm basically a pop star now. I was I thought it was the best song in eleven, but looking back it was it was terrible. Um Do you remember what from song then it was? I, I kinda of, do I remember it? Yeah. It, it, I don't remember the tune, but it was basically about a boy noticing me and being like, Wow, you look so much better now. I'm so attracted to you like out of nowhere. <laughs> and that was my eleven year old brain being like, Yeah. Great. <laughs> this is this is it. This is good music here. So um yeah, I've, I've since like eleven I like songwriting, but but singing I've been doing like my entire life. So that's something I've always loved. And did your parents like they they got that instinct and they just like threw you to class, music classes and uh let you learn instruments and things like that? I was homeschooled actually till ninth grade. Oh, okay. Um so I did go to like choir classes when I was younger and stuff like that, but um I only had a little bit of training in high school and that was for like NISMA, so that's like a vocal competition thing that people do in school. Mm-hmm. So that was only maybe like ten ten lessons. So I didn't have much training there. I had a couple years of guitar training. Um and then in college I, I got some piano training. Um but a lot of it was me just like trying to figure out what sounds good and then throwing it together. I mean, so you're self-taught when it comes to like, when you learned your instruments like piano and guitar for the most part? Piano, piano, I I was mostly self-taught. And then in college, because I was not good at like actual reading of music, I was like, I did classes for that. Um, And then guitar, I had maybe like a year. And then my dad was like, um, we don't have any money anymore. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So a lot of it was like YouTube and using like just learning chords and stuff like that yeah i'm I'm starting to learn guitar because i mean there's i have a lot of time in my hands with uh, the lockdown <laughs> uh, yeah and it's like 
just getting your fingers to do the things you want them to do is the is the biggest struggle. Like getting them in the shape of the chords seems to be my hardest oh my part. God. Uh, yes. And like getting my fingers used to how hard you have to press. Yes. Oh that, my God. That well, is killing me. <laughs> when I um had guitar lessons, I got good at like the open chords. And then my teacher was like, yeah, let's we'll play bar chords. And I was just like, I don't know who you think I am there. Like I would try these bar chords and my hands would hurt. And he'd be like, no, you're getting it. And I'd be like, I'm not though. I'm not. So I understand. Do you have a favorite instrument from guitar, keyboard? Do you want, is there one that you like constantly gravitate towards? Um, it really depends on like the song I'm trying to write, I think. So like piano, I understand like the extensions more and like how to make it sound a certain way. But guitar, like if it's, if I want to think less about what I'm trying to do, sometimes I can overthink the writing process and I'm like, this needs this specific note in it. <laughs> and piano helps me with that. And then sometimes I just need to get out of my head and guitar can be more helpful for me for that. So I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to get a certain feeling. Let's just pick like three, four chords in Rekka and like stop making it more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> is that like your usual process? Is your is your finding the music first before you find the words or is it always different? I tend to actually, I, I write the words first usually. So I usually make it like a poem mm-hmm. and then I'll peel away what, whatever's too wordy in the poem because I tend to use a lot of words. Um, <laughs> Then I have something that resembles a song, and then I usually just put music to it. Um, that tends to be easier for me because I don't struggle so much with melody. I'm, I'm just not good at like freestyling. Like I can't just sit there and be like, "Great, I wrote a whole verse out of nothing. I didn't even have to write it down. Like I need to have it in front of me mm-hmm. to remember it because I'll forget it all." So, like jam sessions, like are those different with, with you? Like you, you won't come up with like chords and, and hang out with like uh or do you hang out with other musicians and just come up with things like that yeah so i have a lot of musicians friends from like Queens college and then just from like gigging all the time a lot of times i leave the actual playing of the instrument to other musicians and i'm like i'm just gonna sing because <laughs> that just comes super naturally to me right, yeah. whereas piano and guitar i have to be like oh, wait what are you in wait where are you going you're going to the court what where are we going <laughs> So I started doing that. I'm like, I'm just going to sing. Um, singing, I can improvise as far as like what I'm doing in the, the vocal line. But like with words, sometimes my brain is like, I don't, I don't know what rhymes with this. Give me a minute. So you're better so at freestyling I, with your voice than you are with like an instrument. Yeah, I would say that. And even like freestyling with words, like I don't know how rappers do it. Or even like, I just can't, like, I, I'll sit there and be like, wait, I have like one line that's good. Give me a minute. It takes me time. <laughs> right. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I know, I know you do a lot of covers uh, from what I've seen of R&B and like pop songs. Uh, is that yeah. like, is that what you always gravitated to your whole life or is, or like you found that that's like your niche and that's what you've liked over time? I definitely like soul music i like r&b um my mom growing up would definitely would play a lot of like Stevie wonder and luther vandross and michael jackson people like that um and then as i got older when when i first started singing i was like i can't sing loud like i'm just not a, a singer who can like belt and really like sound sound loud mm-hmm. and i i always saw that as something bad um 
So when I discovered or when I found Neo Soul myself, so that's like Erica Badu and like Jill Scott and or like even some Alicia Keys earlier in the day, I was like, oh my gosh, like there is a place for me where I can sing, like where I can fit in. Um, so when I discovered that, I was like, I really started to gravitate towards that. And I like the more like chill sound um, where you can just kind of listen to the words and just vibe to like the music. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I actually have a clip of you, uh, one of the covers you most recently did. Uh, I don't know the name of the song. I never know names of songs okay. anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, let me see if you can hear it. Hold on. Oh, no. So like that's a plot. I think I know originally that's like a like a big pop song. Like it's it's, a, it's more of a party song. Yes, uh, but is. you slowed it down and you made it such a like it more about the words and about what she's what that what, what she's saying. Yeah. Um, it, that that song. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you play it because I actually hate hearing myself. But it's, it's, oh yeah, I was gonna okay. ask you about that. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm always like, oh, I could have done that one note better, but, <laughs> but it's fine. Um. That song I sang, oh, a girl sang, it was for a wedding that I was singing at. Um, and I didn't know the song prior and I started listening to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this song, like the words are, I think, awesome. And sometimes I think when it's a good beat and we're all, everyone does this, when it's a good beat, we don't pay attention to the words so much. Mm-hmm. We're just like, yes, yeah, dancing, whatever. Um, but the words are so like I love those words because it's it's so vulnerable mm-hmm. and honest. So I was like, all right, how do I how do I make this mine? So I just I slowed it down, which I love to do with a lot of songs. Um yeah. the producer I work with always gets mad at me for that. He's like, Unless <laughs> you need to write a fast song. Come on. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> do for the hits. No, I mean I I, 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 I enjoy I enjoyed that very much. I I, I like songs like uh if you slow down like uh I want to dance with somebody. If you listen to the lyrics, it's like, it can be very vulnerable. It's like, you know, it's just, wow. it's, it's just you wanting to, to be with someone else and having that, uh, that uh, intimate interaction, you know? Yeah. That's a good idea too. That there would go. be a cool song. Just go slow down. It. Use it. <laughs> go for it. Um, I'll tag you. Well, uh, so you said you don't like listening to yourself sing. Uh, has that always been the case or have you like grown to kind of like this, like it from just hearing your voice all the time from recording and doing look like that? I have never liked it because just in my life, I'm a perfectionist, which is something I, I'm working on. Um, but I'll like listen to something and be like, I could have done this one part better or this, this note, I could have added a little riff here. So I've gotten more used to it just because I have to record myself at home. Like if someone needs a singer for a track or whatever, so I have to hear myself. But it's never like, hmm, let me listen to myself now. Yeah, I'm always always something I want to fix or, or change. Do you collaborate with a lot of people uh, a lot? Like, do you send out vocal tracks a lot? Since quarantine, I feel like I've been doing it a lot more. Um, I have my own little setup at home and 
I've I've started working with this producer, which is the show that I'm I'm putting on in August. Yay! Yeah, um, well, I, I we did everything from. <laughs> you were like you're you're keeping quiet. I got that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the recording process at home was really cool because she lives in um, Brazil, and oh. I live not in Brazil. So <laughs> it was, but everything came together so well. So like. I always think about how crazy quarantine would have been if we didn't have internet. Like, I don't think anyone, I don't, I know I couldn't have made it. So, <laughs> yeah. We would have gone stir I'm grateful crazy. For internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you would have written a, a, a whole album instead of just a single or something, you know, who knows? I'm, that's, that's a good way to think about it. I feel like I would have just gone crazy. Like <laughs> imagine like no Netflix. I would have just been like, what do I do for five hours? <laughs> I don't know. Watch the same VHS tapes. Or over and over again. Memorize them word for word. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I'm so crazy. I would learn how to bake everything I get. Oh, yeah. And especially the bread. The- <laughs> Some oh. people are doing that. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I mean, more power to them. I feel like I'd fuck it up every time. So <laughs> I didn't even try the bread. I I just made like lots of comfort foods, like tons of muffins and, and things like that. I was like, this is good for me. This works. I saw you were trying uh, on, I watch your story, so not like I'm a uh, sneak creepy or <laughs> but you were, you were trying like vegan laughing. muffins or something. Uh, yes. I, are, yes. You, are you I vegan? Made, like, no, I just try not to have too much like dairy because as a singer, dairy can like make you, your vocal cords not work the way you want. Um, and I don't like a lot of sugar and stuff because I sound like so like this but my body is sensitive to like too much sugar so i'll get like sore throat so but i love sweet so i'm like all right we're gonna use a little maple syrup in these and we're gonna make this work so <laughs> that's kind of why i do vegan stuff um so during quarantine you've still been teaching are you still doing your real estate stuff how's that going uh with uh with all this restriction? Uh, so like yeah yeah so just in, in general balance is something that i'm, I'm always continually every day working with because it's like three three things I'm doing like you said real estate I run my own music teaching business um and then of course my music so I have been actually liking virtual teaching a lot more than in person because virtual I get a lot more time uh, to teach instead of having to like commute for 40 minutes or whatever that may be um and I actually think it's easy like it doesn't affect the student in a negative way. Like I, I find they actually have to pay more attention because if they don't, they can't hear me. <laughs> so it's mm. like, you have to listen now if you want to be taught and they do want to be taught. So I, I kind of like the virtual aspect. Um, real estate has gone back to normal somewhat because we're in phase four um, now. So people can do showings and stuff. Um, but of course, there's always the, a concern for safety. You got to wear the mask. You got to wear the gloves. Right. Um, all that. So it's definitely different, but it's it's everything's still going, which is amazing. Somehow, I'm I'm grateful. Like I didn't lose any students during um, oh, when COVID awesome. started, so I'm grateful for that because I'm I pretty I'm working for myself now. Like I work once a week virtually for one other studio, but uh, the other six days I'm working for myself completely. So. That I, and you like having that that uh independence or like that uh 
being able to do everything on your on, on your own and having to you know rely on a company giving you a paycheck <laughs> yeah so i used to work at a music studio only and i had like maybe one private student mm-hmm. um and i kind of i loved the studio everyone was nice but i hated being told like you have to wear this you have to ask us for days off um you have to like greet students this way and like very specific rules, mm-hmm. which I, if I understand something, I'm happy to follow it. But if I don't understand something, I don't love following it. So like, maybe like you can't wear, you can only wear jeans. Like you can't wear shorts and it's like 90 something degrees out. And I, so I, stuff like that. Um, I like to be in control of if I want a day off, if it's my birthday, day I'm going to text my students beforehand and I'm not going to text them like 10 minutes before but I'm going to text my students and be like hey what's your schedule so I like that freedom of my schedule in a way if that makes sense yeah yeah that makes a a, a hell of a lot of sense yeah being able to just (laughs) uh, make your own uh time and plans like like you said like you now you have time for other things not just the teaching yeah you know you you can cut your commute out uh you can set up your students whenever you need to set them up uh and you don't need to I don't miss commuting yeah, no. <laughs> I can, my commute to work is about forty-five to an hour, depending on the day. So, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, not happy when I go. I have to get there at six a.m. and I'm like, uh, oh my god. Yeah, all well, it all depends on the gig. Well, if I have any gigs. Uh, so let's yeah. talk about you and working other gigs. So, what is your favorite gig that you've done? Oh my gosh, ever? I, I guess That's ever. So hard. I mean, I mean, I know you do like you do church. Uh, Church shows. Or, yeah, I do church gigs. Uh, you do weddings. Uh, I've seen I you go do. and do like open mics. Uh, yes. So, like, what is your? All right, let's go with what's your favorite like type of show to do. I mean, they, they all okay. have their all benefits and things, but like, what's your favorite yes. one to go to? Which one yes. makes you most excited? Um, let's see. So, probably my favorite gigs probably are the ones that I, I kind of started with. So when I was sixteen, and I still do them. Well, not now, but I, I still go to some like this. Um, but I was. 16, I was in the this college tour called the Dean Bliss Tour. Um, it was run by Nigel Scott, I believe. Um, and I also did another run by the same guy called No Boys Allowed Tour, which was an all-female tour, um, college tour. Um, and I loved those because, like, these kind of events were always very creative, and you're, like, surrounded by creative people, whether it be musicians, um, rappers, uh, painters, like all of that. Um, there was one in particular, so I guess I kind of am picking one spot. Look at that. <laughs> called Paint and Poetry. Okay. And it was in Brooklyn. And it had poets there. And while the poets were doing their poems, it would have people painting, like in the side, um, people selling candles and incense. And it would just be like full. Like there are no seats. Everyone's standing up. Um, people are, this is pre-COVID, of course, people are like shoulder to shoulder. Um, and I love the like creative atmosphere there. Like no one was, no one was trying to, you know, be snobby or fancy. Like we had singers, we had poets, we had rappers, we had instrumentalists. One guy with a guitar singing a song about whatever. And I loved that. Like it was just creative being creative. There was no one there really watching and just you know, like, and thinking like, hmm, I could do that better. Everyone was doing something. It's super chill. And I love that, that creative atmosphere of just like creative yeah. sitting together and just doing what they love. And everyone kind of just got each other. I love those. 
those are kind of my favorite, I think. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, just yes. listening to everyone else doing their thing and just, you know, gaining from each other's experience. That's, that's pretty dope. Super yes. chill. It's, yeah, those are so fun. I don't think they, I mean, obviously not now, but the guy um, who used to do it, it was so good. So good at what, um, what he did. I've heard of like these, uh, uh, these small, like, uh, I guess groups, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Like artery, uh, or so far that like have like close uh, intimate, like concerts with like on yeah. rooftops and shit. Uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of them in Brooklyn. So that t- kind of sounds like it's that type of environment. So that sounds pretty cool. What was really cool too about these events, um, the, the main woman who did it was Mojo, um, was Mojo Disco. And she was awesome because she, she was a poet, but she was like, she could command the room really well. Um, and it was all, again, like it was all types of, of people. So it's like, I just, I just loved the, the intimate atmosphere, like you said, um, and everyone just being themselves. So no one had to pretend to be what anyone else. So it, it was all these different people just being really authentic and true about who they are and just having fun. So yeah, those are probably my favorite. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about your new single. Uh, what's yes. what's the single? How did you come about it? When is it coming out? Let's let's get all the info on it. Uh huh. Okay. So when is it coming out? Sometime in probably late August at this point. I have to actually like upload it to Bandcamp and all these things. Mm. Um, it is called Wishful Thinking. Um, I wrote it. Literally, I guess we're gonna get real personal. It's fine. I was at an ex boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I was at his house. He was at home, um, and I kind of—I don't know if, if you experienced this, but I kind of knew where it was going. I knew it wasn't going to last, even if it wasn't him ending it. I was like, "Yeah, it's not gonna work. I gotta go." Mm-hmm. Um, but it was me, like, still kind of wishing it would work. Cause there were so many things in it that I did love and appreciate, but just knowing like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going to work. Um, so the song literally is, is the chorus is maybe it's wishful thinking, but it don't feel like the end. Maybe my heart's just hoping that they'll come back again. Maybe it's wishful thinking, but I don't really care. Maybe I'll keep on wishing until you reappear. Huh. Um, and I literally, he, he plays, he still plays, but he played piano. So I literally wrote it on his piano. Um, oh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep on so many yes, levels. Was, <laughs> like, so many levels to this song. Um, so yeah, like I was, I played, and this one was different actually too because this one, I told you I usually write the words first. This one I just found some chords I really like, and I started humming, and then within like a minute that chorus came to me, and I was like, oh, all right, guess this is the song I'm writing. So I wrote that, and then. DJ Kaka, who's the DJ in, um, or the producer in Brazil, it was like, what do you have that you really like? Like, let's make something. So I sent her this and she was like, oh, okay. Like, I already see where, you go, where you're going. She sent me the beat and I was like, okay. Like, it was really good. <laughs> um, and then we started writing. Um, but yeah, wrote a song on an ex-boyfriend's piano about him. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder, do <laughs> you think, would, will you ever tell him that? I don't know. I get scared to tell people songs that are about them because, like, what if they hear it and they're like, that's not even how it went. Like, you know, <laughs> they're like, actually, 
you disappeared. And it's like, but it's my song. So, not uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. do, you, do you usually write songs about uh, like emotional uh, experiences or is it just that 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 experience was just something you needed to get out there and put it in a song? Yeah, um, I, yes, I tend to be super emotional. Like, it's not fun, but it's great for songwriting. Oh, you know, I, um, I understand how not fun being emotional is. <laughs> and, and being overthinker. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm like the biggest overthinker. Like if someone doesn't answer me for a couple hours, I'm, I'm like, what did I do? Like, yeah. how did I hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say wrong when I said it was high? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and then I can't say anything because then I sound crazy. So I'm just like, they'll like write me back, and I'm just like, so how are you? You good? Are you okay? <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah, I just nap, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, all my songs are definitely even songs that aren't about like someone or about like love or aren't like straight love songs are still coming from a place of emotion, and I find like. I write the best when I'm not trying to be like, let's be rational, Rebecca. Like, let's really think this through. Let's not be emotional. Like when I'm like, all right, be emotional. That's when I write songs that people actually like feel and mm-hmm. can relate to. So, yeah. Cause you feel, you feel, you feel the, you feel that emotion coming from the, the singer. Yeah. So if like, if yeah. you're into it, then, you know, your audience would be into it. If you're not, if you're just singing like, you know, a, a cheesy pop song that someone like, I guess you just wrote in 20 seconds. You're like, okay, that's cool. But you know, <laughs> but what are we really trying to say? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think I like, I think one reason music has like been with me forever. And I, I think it'll be with me forever. And I've loved it so much. is because it is a place where I don't, I don't have to be, I don't have to try to like be this unemotional person. I can be very emotional and I can be very into what I'm feeling. And that actually, like, it acts as, I don't want to say a superpower, but it acts as, like, something that really helps me to connect to an audience and connect to people. So I can use this thing where I've, I've been called bisexual people, especially men on date. They'll be like, you're over-emotional. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I can use yeah. it in the music. It's at least one place where it's helpful. Right, so. right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, if you had to say that your music fit like a season like a like fall winter summer spring mm. what season would you think fits it the best Ooh, good question oh, wow okay i've never been asked a question like this <laughs> <laughs> i guess it depends on the song but if i was being i suppose optimistic i would say like spring okay because i try to keep my music hopeful um mm-hmm. like even my very sad songs Somehow I try to put in something there like, like you got this, like maybe, maybe you're sad, but like, it's cool. It's better's coming. It's okay. You know? <laughs> so I would say spring. All right. I, what's your favorite thing to do while you're listening to music? Like, do you like taking walks while you're listening to music or just like mm. laying in bed, reading? Well, I feel like because of quarantine, um, it's forced me to get out in nature more because before all this, I was, I was very much like, I gotta work. I gotta focus real estate and music, uh, teach it. And like, I wouldn't like look up for my work. And then I think once I was forced to be inside all the time, um, I was like, all right, I need to get out of here. So lately I've been doing like music when I walk on like the boardwalk by the beach or when I go on hikes. And I love that because then I don't have to hear people's conversations. Um, 
<laughs> I can just like listen to music and really focus on whatever is going on in my brain or just focus on the music. Is there a spot like you like is the boardwalk your spot to go to? Is like your favorite spot? I love yeah, yeah. I love the beach. Um that's one of my favorite places. And then there's this other place in Long Island as well. It's like a little park. Not little actually huge park and mm-hmm. it's very like secluded and which sounds scary, but it's not scary. Um, <laughs> and there are a ton of trees. Um and it's just beautiful in there. So getting out in nature has been very like calming for me especially like you said you're overthinker being an overthinker and being in quarantine and just being with your thoughts even with the internet can be a lot yeah so just doing something physical like working out or going on these walks can be really helpful to like not sit in my thoughts all day because that can be not good yeah it just goes with all the time you now have like all the spare time you have like you said like we don't have time that we have to spend going anywhere specifically yeah so I won't go out. Like I go to a lake in Queens, just walk the the little trail circle, just like yeah. be able to like not think about being in quarantine and just being like, okay, cool. At little Creek, there's a goose. Hey, go, <laughs> you know, like, oh, the family yes. having fun. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm just, I'm yes. just feeling, I'm feeling the nature just do its thing to me, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It helps you to not stay so much in your head because, yeah, you can you can like focus on anything else, and sometimes that's so helpful to just be like, "Oh, here's my little creek, creek, creek. <laughs> like, sorry, exactly. like, yeah. not be like, "Hey, what am I doing with my life?" Like, no, no, no. focus on focus on the creek. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> focus on that one leaf coming down. Just, just yeah, it's okay. that's a lot better. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. If you had to learn one more instrument, what instrument would you learn? Oh my gosh, I love this question. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I have a cello in my room. It's looking at me right now. Um, it's like, why don't you play me more? And my answer to that is I'm trying. <clears throat> I run like too many businesses. Like I do too much. But it would be, it would, um, it would be cello. And then I know you didn't ask for another, but then it would be bass. Yes. Bass. Up, All yes. I, it would be so cool. Wait, bass like upright bass or bass like guitar bass? I would like both. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right uh do you name They're your so instruments cool. I've, I've heard of people naming their instruments yes i do okay what, so what are your instrument names my guitar my acoustic guitar's name is luna mm-hmm. um and that was rebecca soul sol son luna's moon it worked oh look at you um, that's clever that's really yes. clever that's pretty good <laughs> thank you <laughs> um my electric guitar was leo I was like, "Your boy," and it's an L name. This will work. Oh. Um, my piano's name was Azaria, and I don't even like that name anymore. I did it like years ago, but it's fine. Okay. Um, I didn't name my cello because we haven't gotten close enough yet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you I haven't played it enough. Either. Yes, I need to, but I was just like, Ugh. It, it, I look at it every day, and I'm just like, I need to practice, and then I'm like, oh, the other things. And I usually ask this, uh, if you could live anywhere other than in New York, pre-COVID or COVID-free world environment, I know you went down to Tennessee. I don't know if that's like your, if that's a place you'd want to go. But if you wanted to live anywhere else other than New York, country, state, wherever, where would you go? Okay. So in my head, even though I've never been, I've never been out of the country, but in my head, I think it'd be really cool to live like anywhere, like right off a of beach. 
maybe I would do like Puerto Rico, Mexico. I'm just saying Brazil because I know that one producer there. Um, so anywhere <laughs> like that, I think would be super, super cool. Where it's warm all the time, I don't, I don't like the cold weather. So oh. Anywhere where it's really warm. We're, we're opposites on that end. Where I love cold weather. Give me a, uh, give me a hoodie. Give me a sweatshirt. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with fall. I live you like in fall feeling like day. frozen. Hell yeah. I love like wow. being comfy in a blank in like a big ass comforter, just chilling, <laughs> watching some TV. Yeah, I love that. I, mm, I can't because I don't like feeling like I have to like run out. Like when I run outside, I feel like I have to run back inside to like re reheat. <laughs> but I get it. Some people love the cold. I understand. So I can't is, do you want to be water? <laughs> but then because you moved to Long Island, is that why you like the water so much now? Like being waterfront? I think, I think I've always really liked warm warm weather and, and beaches and water. Um, even when I was like little, we'd go to the beach, but like, let's stay longer. And then be like, it's been four hours. Let's go. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so it's something, it's, I guess another calming aspect. Like I think the water can be really like nice and calming and chill like that. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, talking to me. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for talking to me. <laughs> uh, where can people follow you? Where Where do you want people to follow you? Uh, yes. Here's so, here's your thirty yes. seconds uh, to plug whatever you want to plug. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> my single is coming out sometime in August. Um, if you like me, or even if you don't like me, it's fine. Feel free to follow. Um, everything is Rebecca Soul Music. So it's R E B E C A one C S O L Music. Um, so that's my Facebook and my Instagram. I'm super active on Instagram. So go on there. I put up little polls for you guys to vote on covers and all that. So if, if you like me, I'm, I'm happy to, to hang out with you on my, my Instagram and, and teach you. So thanks. Yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's awesome. Uh, we'll be sure to plug in all your, all your things, uh, and all the, and all the, and all the links, uh, in the show notes and stuff. Uh, definitely looking out for that single. Uh, yeah, yeah, cannot yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again. I hope you, uh, your friend goes to sleep soon. Uh, uh I, I hope, hope so can. too. Uh, I don't know what she's going to do. If she's up for like, she got up at like two yesterday, 2 PM. <laughs> so she's wow. about to hit 24 hours and like an she's hour. She's going to sleep till like seven o'clock if she falls asleep anytime She's going to sleep till 7 AM tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to tell her like, Joe, just take some night quote, just like force yourself to knock Let's out. do it. thank you thank you so much yeah this is awesome we'll do this again sometime and that was my chat with rebecca soul again make sure to follow her at rebecca soul music on instagram and facebook that's rebecca r-e-b-e-c-a with one c uh soul s-o-l music on instagram and facebook (laughs) her new single wishful thinking hopefully be coming out soon Uh, This episode was recorded in August. She still has not released it, but I'm sure she's working hard on it uh, and working hard on other projects. I know she's taken off with her realtor business and her teaching business. This girl does it all. She's amazing. So excited to have started season two with her. And I cannot wait to show y'all what, show (laughs) y'all, show y'all what the rest of the season has in store. I'm telling you, that's how excited I am getting my words all mixed up. Uh, as always, all the links will be in the show notes, links to our socials at Nothing Fancy Pod on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, Rebecca's links too. Uh, check out the dope art 
done by my friend, my awesome, awesome, fantastic friend, Caitlin Chen. Follow her at Caitlin Chen Art on Instagram. Pretty sure that's on Facebook too. And go to her website, CaitlinChenArt.net. Uh, she's amazing. It's awesome. Please check her out. Uh, that's it for this episode. If you liked it, share it with your friends. Give us a review if you can. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. That'll help get the word out. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Go on and get some soul in your life. And remember to be kind and love each other. Till next time. Bye.